0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hankwist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. I've taken everything I've learned over the course of five years of bodybuilding and have combined it with my 15 years of experience of being a busy working mom to create the best nutrition and fitness strategies. Now I'm bringing all that I've learned over to you through Envision Nutrition and giving you pieces of it through this very podcast. I'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. I want to welcome a friend of mine from Facebook, Sarah Sawyer. Sarah is a busy mama who plays the roles of stay-at-home mom and boss lady. When she had to choose between time with her kids and work, she went all in on her own dreams of being home with her kids and making the money that she loves. Let's welcome Sarah as we listen to her journey of how she's able to make health and fitness a priority. Well, hey, I am going to welcome you to the show. I appreciate you being on today to share just about what you do in life. And I'm excited to be chatting with you today. So I have Sarah Sawyers on the um, podcast with me today. And she honestly, like I just met her through Facebook through posts and I don't even know who friended who, but we've just been following each other. And, um, I, I mean, she's just an inspiration. I don't reach out to just anybody to be on here. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited to have you on today.
1: Thank you so much. We just vibed. I have no clue who a friend requested who, but I'm sure glad we did. <laughs> I love it. We I have love a lot in common, you, so.
0: I love when you send me those voice messages. I love your Texas accent. I just could listen to it. You could read me a bedtime story.
1: I know. I will never forget when I sang you happy birthday and you messaged <laughs> me. <laughs> I was like, I just feel like she's the type of person I can sing happy birthday to because we kind of know each other. You can now. totally do that. And then one of these
0: days... You can read me a bedtime story and it will be so soothing with your Texas accent. I love it
1: for sure, girl.
0: (laughs) Okay. So talk to me about, okay. So I know I sent over some questions and I love that you didn't even read them so that we can just be totally off the cuff. That's awesome. So you are a mom of two. You are married. How (laughs) long have you
1: been married now? Um we've been married what, 4 years? We got married right before my daughter was born. She's about to be 3. Okay. So actually we'll we'll total there. We've been dating for a while and then um we had a shotgun wedding. It was kind of like, oops, we're pregnant. Uh-huh. Oops, let's get married cuz yeah. we were both previously married before. So it was kind of like a We just fell in love and how things worked, they worked out and we weren't in any rush to get married. But then whenever I was pregnant, it was like, I would kind of like her to have the last name that you have. And let's do it that way. So that's how we decided to go ahead and get married. I don't know if we would have gotten married right away, or if we would have waited to have like a big wedding. You know, if it wasn't for the I really want her birth certificate to have your last name. That was what we had decided. Yeah. And I was like, let's just go ahead and get married. We We won't have a big wedding or anything like that. Um, We went out to a place called Lover's Leap here in Waco, Texas. And it has an old story of two Indians from separate tribes that couldn't be together. So they leaped off the edge. Um, They would rather do that. Yeah, they would rather do that than not be together. So it was just my son and me and my husband. And we got married there. And it was just us. I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I... I have a
0: 15-year-old and we've been married for 14 years and yeah, one month. So one
1: it month, was the, a little the same thing. We wet got wet. married in yeah. July. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> July she was born in August. So it was bam like that. Yeah. So everybody yeah. always asked me how long we've been married. And I'm like, I don't know, because you know, that whole year I was pregnant, I don't think I remember anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I had no brain cells that whole yeah. time.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Yeah, I know there's something about that, but well. Tell me about, okay, so I know that you were a single mom and I listened to, um, you know, and I, I feel like I get bits and pieces. You and I have never sat down and actually had like a conversation of of your journey and my journey and all those things. So I just kind of piece it together. But um, I know that you had a rough past and you pulled up, pulled yourself up by the bootstraps and, and made your way out. Oh, yeah.
1: Tell us about oh, yeah. your journey. It's um it's pretty tough. It goes, um, I'll do little pieces just so you can kind of see where or why I am the person I am and why I'm so strong-minded. Nice. Um, but my family in my past, um, my father passed away when I was really young. Um, he died of cirrhosis of the liver. He he had alcoholism and um drug use in his past that led to a bad health. And what's crazy is he was the one who was athletic and into working out. He was where I First saw my my first interest in anything healthy. He had, you know, avocados and fruits in his backpack, and um, he took me to the racquetball fitness club in the mornings. And so he was my first ever vision of seeing anything fitness related. Always pushing us in sports. Um, so whenever he passed away, it was it was hard on my family. And my mom and my dad were already divorced. And my mom, she also had some issues with alcoholism. And then I had a brother who was in and out of prison with issues with drugs. So I was just surrounded by so many, um, it's almost like so many different negative things that could have pulled me down. It was just my environment growing up was not the best environment for someone who would end up with the lifestyle I have now, if you could say that, like just looking at all these things.
0: So I want to just press that pause button for a second, because, so you had a mother that struggled with addiction, a father that struggled with addiction, a brother mm-hmm. that struggled with addiction. Did you ever mm-hmm. struggle?
1: I never really struggled. So I, I liked to dabble. Of course, when I was younger, it was like, Oh, smoke pot or here, here's a cigarette yeah. here. Drink when you're 14, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I never struggled with an actual addiction because I knew whenever I tried those things, I didn't feel comfortable like I could feel it. I didn't feel like I liked it. It just um, it, it made me feel um, just icky. And so I never was drawn to it. I was always drawn to making money and like having fun. And my idea of fun was not the same idea as fun as everybody else, I guess, in my family. And I always felt like I didn't quite belong um, and then when my father passed away, my brother, who was kind of like me, he went to AM, um, college educated, um, already had a career, everything. Like he was kind of setting off almost, he was like my guidance of, Hey, we could go this way. We don't have to do this. Yeah. Um, he hit down school too, and he got into addiction with crystal meth and he got arrested and was in prison for almost, he's been there seven years. He just recently got out. So I, I didn't have anybody. I had, my brothers were in prison. Um, my mom had her own issues and then my dad passed away. So I was just kind of like on my own. You had so, a, so you're a single mom. What, how old were you when you had Jaden? I was 22 when I had Jaden. So I was actually married to his father for six years mm-hmm. and I married him very young, right after, you know, my father passed away. I had moved um, to another city and just kind of got away from everything that was going on with my family. I just felt like I need to just get away. And the company I worked for allows transfers. Um, It's a huge, huge corporation. Um, It's a grocery retailer called H-E-B here, local in Texas. Yeah. And um, I was already in a management position. I was already, you know, did really well. I'd been with them for a while. I started when I was 17. So they went ahead and transferred me um, to Waco, and I ended up staying here and never came back. I just came here for a little while, and I never went back.
0: <laughs> so, <That's
1: awesome.
0: laughs> mm-hmm. yep. I love that. And so, you were twenty-two when you had Jaden, and then mm-hmm. um, obviously got divorced, and then yep. you were a single mom on yep. your own, trying to make it all work out. So, um, talk about how you stumbled upon what
1: you do now and how that brought your life together the way it is now. Oh, wow. I have chills all over my body. (laughs) So I'm going to share something kind of just because, and I don't know if this could go any further or not. So I'll share something with y'all and if it has to be cut out, it has to be cut out. Right. But (laughs) I'm just going to say it anyways. (laughs) So be real. um, yeah, when I worked um, the same career I had for 15 years, it was, awesome. That company's amazing. Um, corporate job. I had all of my benefits four hundred and K I had vacation, everything like that. Um, the only thing that troubled me was, um, my hours worked around that career. So if I had to do a overnight set, because the seasons were changing, I would have to work overnight. If someone called in, I would have to work a longer shift during holidays. I'd work 70 hours and it wasn't, um, mental, Work. It was physical labor, so my body would be torn to shreds. Like yeah. my whole body just hurt and ached, and it was like a lot of. We all day, every day, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot. It's just it's a really it's a really cool career. Yes, it is. It's a lot of fun, and they do take care of you. But what I was doing was um, exhausting me in more than one way than it should. And I miss t-ball games for my son. I miss football. I missed weekends with my family. Um, Saturdays and Sundays, you know, they would come in at the time when I was dating my husband, he would come and see me. And it was just like something needed to change. And whenever I found out I was pregnant, I talked to my husband, now husband at the time, but I was like, what can we do? And I just, I don't like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he was like, well, we just got to find you something where you can make like a thousand dollars a month and we'll just survive. Like, we'll just make it. And I was like, okay. So I started doing personal training, which to kind of rewind when I was a single mom, I cleaned houses. I worked 40 hours a week at my job and I personal trained at a place called D one. So I had three jobs trying to keep up with that single mom life. Um, but I'm blessed for the training. Knew, part. Um, you literally got no time with your son. Mm-mm. He would, he would get out of school from daycare And it was like 6.30. I would go home and feed him. And he'd have to be asleep by 8 because he was so young. So it was like nothing. And then the days I had off from my regular job, I was cleaning houses where I could take him with me, which I liked that. So like in the summer, I would take him with me. Um, He still remembers it. He thinks it was such a great time. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was cleaning someone else's toilet, dude. Like, no, it's not a great time. Isn't that funny though? Like what the impression is that our kids
0: perceive versus what we think they perceive. And it is so different.
1: I have, um,
0: so you and I have not the exact same story, obviously, but I, um, I, and I shared this in one of my podcasts, but I had a job right out of college where I, yeah, I got literally no time off and, um, I had to miss my son's tonsillectomy surgery. And oh yeah. And I, uh, it was literally that day that I said to my husband, I, I will not do this again. I will not miss. And you know, my son now he's like, I, who cares? Like, <laughs> didn't like but as a mother, I still think about the guilt that I had for that. And that's yeah, when it be real. Me. Yes. It was horrible. And that was the day that I said, this will never happen again. And I've never missed anything again. That's when I chose to become an entrepreneur. And even though, you know, I worked at, I had my insurance agency and I worked a lot. It was still my call of when I worked, my kids were at the office with me. If I had to work late or, you know, I was still going to the ball game. I don't care if I had to maybe lock the office door or something. So, so yeah, I I, I totally get it. Mm -hmm.
1: You get that aha moment and you're just like, why am I I doing this? this. And it was like $13 an hour. I'm like. I had to be
0: college educated okay. for the specific degree, and it was $13 an hour, and I miss my son's life because of it,
1: you know, <laughs> it's so crazy how we get so stuck in the norm that we're scared to do something different. And I always tell people like you, you have a choice. It's almost as if your mind has been molded to think that there isn't a choice. It's so crazy, but it is. And I was stuck in that hole. I have to have this career because I need my 401k because I need my vacation time because I need the stability. And I got so stuck in that. Yeah. And honestly, if I wouldn't have taken this leap of faith and stayed home, I wouldn't have found my next opportunity. And like, I just messaged my husband. This is insane to me. I, I made $15,743 this month. Yeah. And in income, an yeah. in income. I made, I made maybe $2,000 a month in my nine to five. Yeah. Working two thousand. I've only been doing this two years. Yeah. two years. Yes. Two years sucked. <laughs> two years were hard. Well, two and I years think, a lot. I think that,
0: that is what people probably don't understand. And I want to, you know, change our trajectory here in a bit in a minute, because, um, you know, I love to cater to busy working parents who are trying to implement health and fitness, but are struggling in that. But I also want people to know that it's, it's work. Yeah, it might look beautiful on, you know, the highlight reel, but it is real work. I mean, I did my nutrition um, coaching on the side while running my insurance agency full time, while being a mom, while competing, while, you know, doing all the things that was not an easy thing to do, Um, you know, but I think people look at. The limelight of of an entrepreneur and think oh you know that that's so easy but it's not it, it takes a lot of work and then you get the benefits from it
1: yes. you know you reap it later yes You're it's like your fruits come to harvest later it, but it you're is. right yes I, last month I was running for a bonus to give me extra money and I didn't wash my hair or put on makeup <laughs> for seven days I was on my phone seventeen hours each day like it it looked gross it looked nasty but it got me there you know? the hair washing
0: thing doesn't bother me at all I need to wash my hair today sister usually my highlights days are the day
1: lines, okay it was not my, my story was like from last week and then I added it because y'all do not want to see what I look like my husband was just like oh my gosh Oh my gosh. I was like, I know, but I did it. Like I did it. I got to say I did it. And when I did it, I was like, I'm so glad I quit my job. That was like the first thing that came to my mind. Like something so (laughs) fulfilling about that
0: self-accomplishment that you can't, I mean, yeah, you can do. And I, and I believe that you should do a good job, no matter what it is that you do, whether you have a boss, don't have a boss, you really just need to do your best in your work. Um, with that being said though, I think this is a perfect time to open up, how like you just talked about how you worked 17 hours a day or whatever it was, how are you able to still implement a good nutrition, um, you know, nutritional food into your diet and exercise and movement. Let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, um, for me, I have, I'm very blessed that my actual career now my body is my business. So that's a huge part of what I'm projecting. And my biggest, my biggest thing I want to share is that you can work full time, you can be a mom and you can still take care of your body and still have that confidence because how your body looks and how you feel in your body does way more than just a vanity thing. It's so much more than that on how I talk, how I look, how I feel. Um, you know what shopping in a bathing suit does for you if you don't like the way you look? Like, are you, you know, like that is just, that does so much on you as a person. And like, if you're not happy with parts of you and you're not trying to fix, or let's say to make better what you can on you, you know, the other things accept it. I have spider veins, stretch marks, all that stuff. I accept that. I can't change that, no. but there are parts of my body physically that I can change. I can be physically what I want in the image I have in my head for what is, what is the perfect version of me? What's the perfect version of my, my body? I am in better health and shape. Than I was in my teenage years. I look way better. Like I can say that I did that. So fitting it in, it's hundred percent a non-negotiable. Like I can make the choice. Am I going to shower? Am I going to work out? I'm going to go work out. Like Absolutely. that shower can happen later. <laughs> you know, just simple things like that. Like for a mom at home, it's really hard to not want to have your house pristine. So it's like, do I need to do the dishes and do those clothes and do all that? Or can that stuff stay there? And we take 30 to 45 minutes for myself um, to go and, you know, just come on, what you get from working out the endorphins, how your body feels like that alone is like worth it. So it's like knowing that there's other things that have to go on the back burner because this is more important. So it's prioritizing it in your life. People always talk about motivation. I'm like, motivation is not a word of movement that does nothing for you. You can be motivated by something or someone, but that is zero. You have to put it like as a priority, as much as going to the grocery store, as much as doing this, like it's a priority. So I don't know any different because I've been so routine for so long. Um, if we have a family event and it's at six, and I work out at five that day, that I'm coming smelly. Like they just know it. It's just a part of who I am and who my husband and I like what our goals together. Um, and nutrition and food wise, I have I have such a strict diet for myself and meaning in the time frames that I eat. That I get hungry and I'll get hangry. So I eat. So I've actually made it to where my body gets hungry every two hours. So, like, I eat at eight, I snack at 10, I eat at 12, I snack at two, I drink a protein drink at four, and then I eat at six. And it's just so routine that my body goes by that. I have protein drinks that I pack in my backpack to go with us. Like, my routine goes with me wherever I am. If we're going to, to go to a town the next, like the next town over to go shopping or something. I'm taking my protein with me, my snacks with me, things like that. I'm that routine that it just comes with me. So, so I don't know I just want to <laughs> unpack what
0: you said there because you literally gave us a whole suitcase because. There are about <laughs> Put your water on. <laughs> <No. laughs> um, but no, you you've talked about so many amazing things there. Let's let's back up here. Um, so movement is not motivation. I love that. I think motivation yeah. a lot of times is this expectation of us feeling so good that we're going to want to get moving. Yeah, it's and like we're, we're a liar. <laughs> a lie. Motivation is a lie. So okay. Yeah. So I love that. Um, and I'm glad we share. And I think this is why we could be, we we could literally be best friends because we have such the same values. And I love that you and your husband have those same values too. something that, you know, we can, I just did it. I did the, you know, did you hear it?
1: Okay. It's okay. I don't think I said, um, I think I did pretty good. <laughs> I think you've done good. I called myself out on the podcast. That's awesome.
0: So, <laughs> so the fact that you and your husband and you have this cool garage gym too. Yes. Can push each other to go out and no matter what, you're going to get it in. I think that's great. And, and I love to use what I call your small minutes. So is that going to be over noon or when is that going to be? And, and I agree with you. I don't care. Like I'm a neat freak, just like the rest. However, mm-hmm. I value my fitness more than my neat, neat freakiness. And exactly. So if the dishes are still in the sink the next morning, well, they're going to get done eventually, but my workout is not going to get done that day. So those things have to get put on the back burner. Those have the where's your priority lie? You know, so yeah,
1: moving so it. Yeah. Just move it. do write it down and move it around guys. (laughs)
0: And then ask for help too. I think a lot of people are afraid to ask for help. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And even though you may ask, obviously your kids are a little younger, but I have a 15 year old and I have a 12 year old. I don't, I can't remember how old is Jaden. He's 10. He'll be 11. So he's very helpful. He's very helpful. And, and don't be afraid to ask you know, your 10, 12 year old, eight year old to fold the laundry, fold the towels, do the dishes. It may not be perfect, but you know what? They need to learn those life skills too. And so why not take advantage of that hell? I absolutely love that. And then I think too, what you said about nutrition is just being, um, you know, honestly, once you get, I did it again, you know, once you get your, (laughs) once you get your metabolism on a routine, it expects that. And it knows what to do. Not only that, but it's not afraid of being starved, and so it's going to use
1: energy to feed it. Yes, yes, exactly.
0: I think that's that's what a lot of people don't understand is they're afraid to eat because they are afraid that they're going to get fat because they're gonna they're gonna be storing that. Well, if you move, oh no, eat the right thing, yes. Uh, and I just talked about that on my podcast today where, you know, we need a bunch of different nutrition nutrients from different foods. Sure. You can't get that on a thousand calorie diet. You can't get the nutrition that your body needs on a super low diet.
1: And the more calories, you're yeah, The more often I eat, the lower my belly fat is. I, I think you did a post one time talking about, um, your belly fat for eating right when you wake up, Hey, you don't need to do this for very long, but it can definitely help. Well, I have a pocket of fat that would lay above my C-section scar. I had yeah. two C-sections yeah. and that section right there. I don't care how well I ate, how much I work out. I'm a very active person. I would always have this like hump of fat right yeah. there. You know, you press it, you can fill a little balls. And I'm just like, I don't understand. My body fat percent is like 12. What is going on? But right there, mm-hmm. right? So I did what you said. I ate within the first 30 minutes every single day. And I did it for about two weeks. And I, I woke it. up starving and I was like, this is awesome. My metabolism is boosted. Like, yes. Uh, well, and, and I love that you said that you it. Did it for two weeks. You didn't do it for a few
0: days and expect it to magically happen. No, it took a good solid two weeks. Yeah, it takes yeah. time. I mean, because the thing is is and you and maybe that would or would not have worked for you. Maybe fasting yeah. would have worked better for you. I don't know. Everybody's body is so different. And I think once they realize, try some different things. Try, yeah. you know, because a lot of times if you have a lot of times that belly fat region is, is a cortisol mm-hmm. response. It's because your body's yep. stressed out and yep. it being hungry and not getting fed is an additional stressor. So, so yeah, I love that.
1: I love that feedback. It helped. the leanest I ever was right before we went to Mexico was when I tried that. And it's so funny. Cause you made the post like forever ago, but I remembered it and I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to try what she said. And I, like I said, I did it for two weeks and my, my belly fat was just like on point. I wish I would have taken a before picture and the after I have the after, but
0: your abs, man.
1: It's and they're they're always pretty decent. Like right now I'm fluffier. I'm eating a little bit heavier. We're having fun. Uh-huh. So we've been we've been kind of like, you know, um treating the kids and just eating all sorts of really fun food and traveling a lot. So I know I'm fluffier than I normally am just because we've been enjoying some times, but um I'm about to cut again for June. So I'm gonna use The same scenario again. So I will take my before and after and I will show you what happens, but
0: yeah, of that before picture, but take it.
1: Yes. I still have a six pack. It's just wanting that little bit underneath my belly button of the scar. That's that one area that I struggle with. And whenever I did that, it just boosted my metabolism and it was just insane. It just melted away. I was like, yes, (laughs) I'm going to do it again
0: we all have our problem areas, but usually those are the very last thing to go. And the first thing to come back and there's, you know, you touched on a good point there. There are seasons for everything and you got to shed grace on yourself. If you're in a season where that's not your priority, maybe having a little bit more fun with the family, making memories is your priority. That's totally fine. And then there's seasons where, yeah, you do want to tighten up that
1: belt, maybe a little bit more light on your toes and that's fine too. Yeah. We definitely fluctuate for what we have going on in our life. My husband and I. Yes. yes. I love that. Yes. But yeah. we still work out. That won't ever go away.
0: That, no, <laughs> that doesn't ever go away. That doesn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah. not go away. <laughs> we, went to, uh, we went to Denver this past
0: weekend. I had a client that was competing there and oh, Denver's just the best. For food. Oh my gosh. Got some amazing oh, yeah. kind of breweries, heaven over there. And they, you know, all the yeah. beers and the pizza and all that stuff. It's so fun. So I want to know what are some resources that have helped you along your journey? Because I know that it's kind of funny because it's hard to get started, right? But then eventually it just becomes this you almost just become this thing that you just can't stop. Like you just want to keep going. Right. How much farther can I push myself? How much more can I do? Like I watch your, your, um, you know, the amount of weight you can lift. And it's, I just, I, just, I mm-hmm. love that. I love seeing a woman that can push some weight around, um, that, you know, just has fun with it and you can just see how yeah. much you can do. But you, if I'm right, I don't think you started there. So what are some things that helped you get started to get to the level you're at now?
1: So to start out, you know, we were talking about how like motivation doesn't get you there, but what is that thing that kind of gets you there? Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm the type of person and everybody's different, but this is definitely my story. And if it's relatable, then hopefully it'll help. But I'm the type of person who I am motivated by helping others. I like being around people. I, I definitely like when I feel like people need my help, um, I'm the type of person who works well in groups and things like that. So my fitness fitness started out with a guy who worked for me and I watched him transform his entire body by himself. He was here from Lebanon. He came from Lebanon by himself, not even a citizen yet. He didn't know anybody, but I watched him completely transform his body and what I wanted to do was support him. So I was like, Hey, can you show me some stuff you're doing at the gym? Um, I've always loved sports. Like I'm just, I'm really good. I'm like an active person. So I always love sports and stuff like that. And I knew that I liked things like that. So, you know, I'll go to the gym with you. Um, so I went to the gym with him basically like just to get to support him to be there for him, you know, and I ended up like it was my first time squatting. And I'm just like, I love this. This is a challenge. You know, I like this. And then I brought in another girl. And she was like, I love this. Let's go. And that accountability partner, and then another girl wanted to come. And then as a group, we were all working out together. And it was bonding time. It was friendship. That was a time when I was um, married to my ex husband in him and I just didn't have a lot in common. And so it was kind of like I found a common interest with other people and could relate and it was fun. And I was like, this is amazing. And I just watched my body transform. And then I saw how many people got inspired by my body And then I was like, okay, this is awesome. So I kept going. So it's just like it kept going because there were other people who wanted to work out and get healthy and they saw my changes in my physique and they also wanted to do it. So I was always an accountability person, whether it was me being accountable for someone else or them being there for me. So that's how I work really, really well. And, um, my husband and I met at the gym and this gentleman who, yeah, (laughs) isn't it cool? Um, the gentleman that I had followed that I had, you know, started my whole fitness journey with, um, he said, you got to go to this gym because this bigger gym has so much more equipment. You'll love it. And I'm like, okay. So I go there. And that's when I met my husband. But after that, he was my accountability partner. And yeah. And like when you talk about how you said, you know, I feel sorry for couples when they don't value the same thing. Um, he didn't have to necessarily value working out. I think it's just like, to value where I wanted to grow. Like it wouldn't have mattered to me if he worked out with me or not. But having someone who works out with you and understands the priority of it, because other people are going to see it as like, why would you do that over going to eat with this person or something like that? Like when it's not the priority, they just don't see it. So I think that having the accountability partner is my biggest reason why I continued having someone there with me, whether it was a coach or whatever, it didn't matter. But just knowing that i worked well if someone else was holding me accountable or i was holding them accountable so i think that that was what kept me going for sure yeah yeah i love that i love that
0: mm-hmm. so much so what is um i know we've kind of already unpacked a lot of things here but what is one piece <laughs> of advice you would give to somebody that is like they're at that aha time and they're ready to make that decision but they're a busy working parent. They don't think they have the time. what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody that
1: just is ready for that change? Somebody that's ready for a change, but doesn't feel like they have the time. Yeah. Yeah. What is the piece of advice?
0: Cause I get that all the time I get, um, you know, I, I want to be healthy and fit, but I don't have time to work out.
1: So Arnold Schwarzenegger did a um, video one time and it sticks in my head. And I think about it all the time and he says sleep harder so he says he breaks down the hours in a day how many hours you work how many hours you commute how many hours you sleep so where's your priorities right Mm -hmm. so he breaks it down and it was like if there's one thing you could give up he was like if you're really working towards a goal he says sleep harder he said most people sleep so much and he was like think of if you could you could start Taking away two hours of your sleep, but add in two hours of working out right slowly, but surely you get so much better at working out the working out only takes an hour, and then you get so much better at working out you can see hey I can actually pump in this 30 minute workout because I can do these supersets or compound sets or something like that. You just get more knowledgeable. You get better at it. Mm-hmm. So start out when it's hard, right? But take away one little thing. And then from then forward, as you get better, you'll find out you take less time to do these things, less time to make that huge impact working out. So if you could just start out with something a little bit hard, you're going to get better. And then it's going to fit into everything. It, it will automatically just roll in and start fitting into it. And, that was the biggest thing for me. I, I heard that and I was just like, wow, but I use it for another goal because working out's already in there. Yeah. But it was like, where can I suck out something? And then I'm going to get better at it. It's, I'm, it's obviously, it's still going to be hard, but I'm going to get better at it. So I'm going to be able to kind of like manipulate it into what I needed to do for my day. And that was probably one of the things that stuck out to me the most. And I think about that all the time when I'm working on a goal now. Oh,
0: I love that. I love so. I feel like I'm literally saying, "I love, I love, I love." But I do. I feel like you and I could just chit chat all day long. But (laughs) but I I do. I love that because I think you know, like let's take when I was competing for example. All in all, it was probably an extra four hours a day to compete because yeah, that was rock star. (laughs) because it's the cardio, it's the stretching and foam rolling. It's the posing. I mean, it is, you know, not to mention the food, um, that extra time to make sure you're that on point. And, and I knew that I did not want that to impact my family. And so I did, I got up at three 45 in the morning. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm not saying people have to do that, but you can work out for 30 minutes and, and be, you know, where you need to be. And and it may be, to just suck it up for a period of time and get up earlier. But what is, if you get six and a half hours versus seven hours of sleep for a short period of time, that's not going to hurt you. Um, but I guarantee, especially if they're the people reaching out on Facebook or Instagram, you're scrolling. Otherwise, you wouldn't be reaching out to me. So you have time.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, how much time you spend doing other things that you don't realize that you yeah. could be cutting. And like you said about the chore thing and the stuff around the house. And it's like, what could I cut out today? Like today, extreme instance, we are, I have a convention this weekend. My team's trying to close an end of the month. I have a trip to Florida next week with my family. There is so much stuff and stress. And I look around at all the things I have to do. And I'm like, where's my priorities at? What do I need to do first? And it's just not getting overwhelmed. It's taking off your plate, which you can. And the sleep harder thing always hits me. I'm just like, do I really need that extra 30, 45? Nah, probably not. I probably need to get a workout in, or I need to get up early enough to you know, get my breakfast in. That's the number one thing that gets me. People are like, I'm so rushed. I can't eat. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're making that choice to not eat. You're making that choice to be rushed. If you're rushed by a job, find a new job if yeah. you're rushed by this, find something new. Don't be scared. Don't be fearful, um, to change things. And that's the biggest thing is like, you can change your habits. You can't change where you are, what you're doing. It's just, it's not a priority. You got to make it one. So,
0: and that's not the sexy answer, you know, I mean,
1: it's <laughs> straightforward,
0: but it is, it is the answer. We're not yeah. magic unicorns here. I mean, we've, our pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. It's just one day we woke up ready to make a change. Not every day is perfect. I guarantee not every day is perfect. Um, But you know what? I think you have to try your best every day. And if that day didn't go your best, cool. And tomorrow's not going to, I'm not going to make that into two days of it not being my best. And I definitely have to
1: wake up and make that decision every single day. Do you feel... I know I'm asking you a question now, but <laughs> it. It. I love I love it. It. you know the aha moments that we're talking about where we go forward. Have you ever seen anybody not have an aha moment and just do it or do you feel like we always get to that point where we're just freaking fed up and that's why we move forward? I feel like I had my aha's every time. Like it's like I was just I was just over it. You're either ready or you're not. It's kind of like you're you're ready to go when you're ready to go. Like you just get fed up. I don't know. I don't know if that's how you feel too, is like you have to have that moment before you turn, or do you try to go for that moment, even though you haven't had it yet?
0: So I think it's hard for me because I'm kind of an all or nothing personality. And I've been, that's something I've been working on because I know that I'm either going to 110% be all in or so I've had to kind of figure that out. So for me, Um, I don't, I can't remember, I can't say there was a particular aha moment, but I know in, um, it was 2000 and, um, 2015, I think it was that I, um, got baptized and I knew from that day forward that I didn't want to just be the mediocre me that I had always been. And I, you know, and it, and like I said, it, it's not every day is perfect, but I know that God has put us all on here to do good work. And I don't want to disappoint the one that's always watching. Right. You know, and so I think about that a lot every morning when I do my devotional and I think, you know, how yeah. great. Um, and like I said, not every day is perfect, but I knew that um, when I came up out of that water, I was going to be a different me. So, yep. I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I know it's not a a very conventional story, especially for the, uh, fitness world, but.
1: When you have that uh, moment, you have it though. That aha. It's, it's an aha. It is. I think it's an aha moment. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: a lot of people, I always like to ask this question because I think people are curious that, um, are looking for just some kind of a routine in their lives. What is your routine? And I know working out is your non-negotiable, but do you have any other non-negotiables as well?
1: Um, I do self-development with my son every single morning. And every single morning we sit down while he's having his breakfast and I read him a book. I do not like to read, but I love to learn. But I'm the type of person who um, I do well if someone's reading to me or talking to me. Like I said, I'm just a real us person. Um, so I read to him every morning and then we discuss it. We discuss what we learned in the book. So we do a different book every month. um, and it's been really good because most of the time self-development books, I feel like I'm reading someone's variation of the same story over and over and over again. And I got, yeah, I was just like, that's just their interpretation of the exact same situation, you know? And so I got to where I was bored, self-development like developing. I was bored. I was like, this is just boring to me. I just feel like I'm hearing the same story in someone else's words. And I was like, I don't know. It's just not reaching me the same way. So when I started self-developing um, with my son, I felt like I was teaching him. And so I get in the self-development, but now I spend more time developing my knowledge around nutrition and exercise and product knowledge, and um, how to grow my business online, social media, stuff like that. So I spend a lot of time self-developing more on that part than I do my mindset, just because I feel like my mindset's already there. And I feel like as I'm helping develop my son's mind, it's almost like I'm still making sure that my stuff is still ticking correctly, but yet I'm just sharing stories with him. So that's kind of like my non-negotiable for sure. We do that every single day. And I I research every day just to grow my business every day.
0: I think that is so great. And I completely get what you mean by like all the self-development books. I agree. It is. very. Um, I love how you said that it is the same stuff, but in somebody else's words. And I completely yes. agree with you on that. My husband and mm-hmm. I have actually had conversations on that. You know, there's, there's the whole 75 hard challenge. And um you know the the five the power list of your your top five every single day, and all those things, and all of those things, they're great, but ultimately, like you're either gonna do the freaking work that needs done or you're
1: not. That's your yeah. Time. You don't have you're to- a person or you're not. You don't need a book to tell you. <laughs> like right and wrong. We all know the crap that we need to do to get yeah. it
0: to be successful. Now, sometimes we are trying and we aren't, and it's not working. And then that's where maybe a mentor or coach can come in handy, but I love Mm -hmm. how you spend some kind of personal development. It doesn't have to be self-help. It can be, I don't know anything about this particular, um, you know, type of lifting or this particular nutrient. I'm going to nerd out on that and learn it.
1: Yeah, Exactly. It, it definitely interests me. It's going to grow my business. It's going to grow my knowledge. It can help other people. So why not? I, just,
0: to make I you just,
1: yes, exactly. If the more knowledge I know, the more knowledge I can give other people and I can read through things. And, you know, if someone comes in my inbox telling me, you know, I, my knees crack, what can I do? I'm just like, okay, well, let me, let me research it and I'll get back to you. And then I can find out and help them. So, I like doing all that stuff, so yeah, I'm just
0: to learn more. And I think that is the beauty of the world we live in now is we we can always yeah. learn. We gotta watch out because there is some
1: crap out there. But, <laughs> but yeah, there's some stuff that's to the best. Yeah. I get confused sometimes. I'm like, maybe I should just take a course because <laughs> <laughs> everywhere with this nutrition stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I
0: love talking to you. Like I said, we could chit chat all day long, but I know that you have a very busy schedule right now. So how, um, how can our listeners uh, get into contact with you?
1: Uh, probably via Facebook for sure. Um, I'm on Facebook. We just started our Instagram. My husband and I are together on Instagram, which is, yes, which is super fun. He even started a YouTube channel of funny videos because we would do the funniest stuff during quarantine. So we've kind of documented our life (laughs) during quarantine together. So he's been playing with that. Um, all of that through there and just follow and like comment, ask questions. Cause I'm always there. I love talking to people online. So yeah, yeah you're surely great at it. Well, I will put your contact information in the show notes. So be awesome. sure to, talk to
0: Sarah, she is awesome. She's motivational. She's hilarious. Her kiddos <laughs> are absolutely adorable crazy
1: <laughs> they, i'm always like our free they're going get one they're like totally and i love
0: free. that you always have your daughter well she's two it's gonna be three she's she's
1: gonna be three she's so wild she's So cute. she oh does not slow down yeah. so
0: i mean i have a four-year-old and so i completely get where you're at sister so with the sass yeah and funny and i get it
1: something else that's great
0: all right sis Well, you take care thank you so much for being on the show
1: You're welcome.
0: If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a beat. I'd love it if you share this podcast to your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. I so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high but keep each step attainable.